Hello everybody, welcome back to the Gamer Life Podcast. I'm your host Johnny, and today I have the distinct pleasure of speaking with my friend Twisty Shape, who's also a fellow streamer, does awesome stuff on Twitch, has been killing it lately. I am in fact a sub, so you could say I have some Twisty stonks. Highly recommend you check out his channel, he plays a lot of souls like we do here in difficult games. Very cool to watch him get immersed and engage with the game systems. He's got that quality that kind of makes you want to play the game he's playing. I also get to pick his brains about streaming and his strategy for different things when it comes to that, so hopefully that also interests you. And we talk a lot about different games that we're into, so I hope you enjoy the conversation. Remember, if you do, make sure to share the podcast with your friends or leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It actually helps immensely, so thank you for that. And now I give you Twisty Shape. Mr. Twisty Shape, welcome to the Gamer Life Podcast, my dude. What is up, Let's buddy? Go. How's it going, man? <laughs> yes, he's I'm here. stoked, man. Dude, yeah. Uh, I've been, like, planning this, like, evil planning for a long time. But uh, I got some practice under my belt with a lot of these convos because I, I wanted to do you justice, man. Let's get the oh, horn tooting out of the way. I like your stream. I stop by whenever I can. It's difficult because we have a similar schedule don't we we do it's rough man but uh, i do try to to stop by and i kind of feel i get this like camaraderie feeling that almost like you're on your own journey it's kind of like a parallel journey to mine with streaming you got your own thing it's almost like we're both playing neo 2 and you're doing like you know an, a heavy axe build and i'm doing <laughs> like a, a dual katana thing but you know s sometimes we uh, we, we help each other and it's kind of cool to see also your milestones, man. It's the one thing I don't get with the resentment sometimes when someone sees someone else's success, right? I'm stoked, right? When, when you post something, hey, we broke this thing. I'm like, fuck yes, right? That's awesome. But, uh, dude, but I yeah, how do you feel more. about that, dude? Uh, so I'm, I'll be straight. Like there are some people out there. I'm like, man, as if they broke that milestone. What the fuck? But then when I see there's certain groups of people where I see it, and I'm like, yes, I'm hella hyped for them. And you are definitely one of those people uh, in, in that group, as well as a couple of others. When, when I see their milestones break and I see them doing really well, I'm like so jacked because you see how much work people put in and, and seeing them get something from it is legit. Yeah, man. So uh, what's going on on your channel? What are you doing this week? And also people, just make sure people can go to, to that link there to check you out. So what's going yeah, so on this week? This week, uh, at the moment, we're playing through Witcher 3 as our main game. So uh, you can catch me live four days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Um, so as of Monday, we're continuing with, with Witcher 3 and Geralt of Sexy Rivia, as he's quickly becoming known because he's awesome and gravelly and I love him. And um, at the same time, every Friday is FML Friday, where I play a From Software game. <laughs> we played some Bloodborne yesterday where i was that was truly fml i caught the vod of that holy crap dude i i've i've found myself i'm, I'm doing the dlc at the moment the uh the old hunters dlc yeah and uh, dude it, it's gotta have some of the hardest bosses i have ever played against in any from software game period it it, it has my top it's so funny because my top three worst bosses are in the dlc 
So n now that you've done them, I think I can I can say so. Vicar, the uh, yeah. Lawrence, the one you were fighting yesterday, probably like my least favorite, or like I hate hated him. it. He's uh, just not fun. Yeah, and then you know, Orphan of Chaos. I I love. Is it Chaos? Yeah. I, I haven't got to him yet. I haven't gotten to him. Okay, I think you'll like that boss. It's tough though. And then there is also, uh, the what is the one that gives you the moonlight sword? That's like a beast. That was uh, Ludwig. Ludwig, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you did. I saw you do that one as well. That one was tough for me, but I think you you, Sorry, you did he, it pretty quickly. Yeah. Nah, he 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 beat me hard and not in the way that i enjoy um yeah he, he kicked the crap out of me but we managed to beat him in the end after a but i i found myself getting more and more raged uh, or outraged by this guy until it kind of clicked his second phase super chill his first phase hated it yeah absolutely all the like rabbit beasts are pretty like difficult to figure out in the game but a uh, big yeah, hello dude. to everybody. We can't get to all the messages, but Ridrick's mini partner and, of course, Chrissy here. Uh, you know, it, it's cool because Chrissy, of course, is your mod, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, here in my channel, Corrido is my mod. And there, there's a special, like, it's so cool when someone, you know, believes in your shit so much that they want to, like, become a mod. And I, I know Chrissy does the same with you, where it's not just that, you know, she's modding your chat. She also, like, you know, spitballs ideas with you and you guys, like, you know, brainstorm things and uh, behind the scenes. So yeah, dude. that for me, like, has been one of the coolest surprises to get people to to engage with your stuff to that level. How has that been for you? And I know also your partner, Emma, the wonderfully talented Emma, I'll also drop a link for her stuff because she's a, she's an awesome artist and I know she does a lot of stuff for your channel. She does. She does all my emotes um, and any art that I ever ask for, she she ends up uh, knocking out of the park whenever I get it. So I highly recommend it. Her commissions are open, by the way. Uh, shameless plug. So, dude, when it comes to my mods, I, I was really lucky when I first started streaming because I had three or four friends whose idea it was for me to actually begin streaming. And when I asked if they wanted to be mods, they they leapt the chance. And a lot of these people I've never, like a couple of these people I've never met, like IRL, they've just been gaming friends for a long, long yeah. time. And they they hopped on board pretty much immediately as soon as I started streaming. So I was I was very lucky that my mod team has always been like four to five people strong. And then just through this journey over the past over the past three years but more so since 2020 which is when my streaming really started to come into its own place and, and it hit a bit of a stride um i had some phenomenal people join me such as chrissy uh Ridrix, who's in chat as well and a number of other people who who basically bolstered my mod team to the point that it's kind of gone beyond that now <laughs> they're more of my dev team as yeah. it were if ever i've got like an idea or a plan or a uh a, a direction that I want to head in, I'll generally bounce the idea off them and and spitball it a little bit to make it less of a foundational idea and more of a fleshed out idea. And I get some some cracking feedback from them. And then there's also these times where I'll be like, nah, you're wrong. And I'll do it my way and yeah. my way won't work. And I'll <laughs> do it their way and their way will work, which has happened uh, like so many times, specifically with Chrissy's ideas. And then I get the smug, yeah, I told you so. And I'll never live it down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're you're a smug motherfucker sometimes. I love that, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
but also like with, with you because you you have emma your partner right was there yeah. I, i'm a bachelor so I, I never had to worry you know with the big commitment of like streaming and stuff for you was there a conversation where you you, you sat her down and you were like hey I'm gonna do this thing. It's gonna take a lot of hours. It's gonna be weird because I'm talking to myself. Like, how how was I guess her reaction to that? So she was one of the original people that pushed me to stream um, when I first started three years ago now. And when the first idea was pushed, it was pretty chill because we weren't living together. I only saw it the weekends, so I made sure I had time for her. Now, when we live together, it's a little bit more. Uh, stressful in, in some situations um there's definitely a, a a big give and take where like you know four days a week i disappear for three plus hours right into yeah. my office uh she watches like a, a lot of my streams and she's always there in chat but she's um not really into a lot of the games that i play it, it the, the main wear and tear or, or the main sort of times where the give and take is really a big thing is when i want to do something uh, outside of my normal schedule or if stream has impacted me uh, or, or hit me hard. So we've all been there where we've had like a, a poor stream where we've come away and on, say our average is like 20 viewers or something like that. And we, and we come away with like, you know, barely, barely hitting 10 and stuff and it, and it hits us pretty hard. Um, she's, she's generally been the person to pick me up after that fact. So as much as it's a give and take, Time-wise, she's always in my corner when it comes to bad situations. And I, her, if ever she needs me, I, I can cancel the stream. So where it is a balancing act, yeah. it's, a, it's a good balancing act. And it's it's something that we've perfected pretty quickly. It helps that she's a gamer as well. Oh, yeah. Like right now, while she I'm here it. doing this, she's playing League of Legends. Right, yeah. So, so like she's got her own things going on as well. So it's never too bad. We we quite like our own space, and I'm very lucky in that regard. But I can imagine with other people who who have girlfriends who who maybe don't understand gaming or like being together a lot, uh, it can be uh, uh, rough to say the least. Yeah, and uh, I one of the things that I find cool as well, you're pretty open with you know like sometimes if you're going through a rough patch or something, you you just say it, right? It's not like you, yeah, you try to pretend everything is nice and dandy because everybody notices immediately if you do a stream and you got this like fucking negative energy on you right so i think you got the positive mindset of just being open about it and and, and sharing like hey i need a day right yeah or, or a couple also... days and and people seem to to take that pretty well so dude like the the, the whole the, the heroes as i call them or the hall of heroes which is my community uh I, like hella supportive when it comes down to to that sort of thing specifically around mental health uh and i'm a i'm a pretty big advocate right for men's mental health um not above anybody else's but i'm being a man myself as you may have yeah. noticed i i'm definitely uh <laughs> sort of an advocate for that because there's a lot of a lot of guys out there who's like oh men don't get sad men don't have mental yeah. health issues and stuff like that and i don't like that so i i feel like if that's something i'm going to uphold i need to uphold it in my actions as well yeah so you need I, to I lead by to... example and show people that yeah. you know you're affected by that shit as well and it's it's perfectly normal i like i i like that as well i'm also a big proponent of just making it normal to talk about that stuff because for so long it's been a stigma as you say especially for dudes right because we're you know hashtag real men don't cry and, yeah you know it's, it's it's such a big thing for me growing up in brazil that was huge this like masculinity 
um, almost to a, a negative extent, I guess. Uh, so it's been an adaptation to like figure out that no, you know, we're uh, we're, we're human too, and we <laughs> we get the blues as well. We need some time to figure shit out. Very much so, and I definitely think in in the circles that you walk in terms of like streaming and and putting content out there is you're always you're always putting like a little chunk of yourself out there, and if you are in a bad place putting a chunk of yourself out there and if, it, if it's not reacted too well or if, if the stream if you're if you're having a bad mental health day as it is and then you stream and the stream goes badly and there's not enough viewers as you expect there to be or a game glitches out or, or whatever yeah that can hit like an absolute truck so i'm always very very keen and very aware to step back and go actually i'm gonna take some time here and, and not not actually stream right now yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what are some of your tools? You've already mentioned, you know, Emma helps you with kind of, you know, uh, bouncing back from those downs, from, from those lows. But do you have any other like tools or systems you have to help cope? Is it like meditation? Do you do anything like that? Um, generally, I have like a selection of games that I, I purposefully don't stream. Mm -hmm. So there'll, there'll be like a set of games that I always fall back to that are that are my games um i'm i'm kind of bad in some regards because if, if i'm if i'm having if i'm in a shitty place or having a shitty time of things my go-to option is turn off my phone shut my door or just hunker down with, with like a game or something and I'm, I'm trying to get out of that so generally at least in lockdown what our go-to thing is is getting some bad food and a bad film and uh -huh. just and just enjoying that and just having some time away from the situation i have an awful habit of if there is something wrong figuring out what that wrong thing is and fixing it but sometimes it's just not possible specifically in like streaming and stuff like that you can't fix something in streaming because a lot of times streaming is so all over the place so i i tend to get into a bit of a, a tailspin always trying to want to fix stuff yeah so instead i find it better just stepping away from the situation entirely and, and and focusing on something else whether it be a bad horror film or yeah, a game that i enjoy or something like that yeah no i i totally agree and i think in the past you've spoken about uh kind of games helping you earlier on in life as well like uh in, I, I think in in high school you mentioned you've dealt with like bullying and stuff and i have as well so you kind of spoke to to my own experience but could you give us like a quick you know superhero backstory there like how, <laughs> how did you go how did you go from uh, you know that kid let's say let's i assume struggling in some way in high school uh with that stuff to the place you are now yeah sure um so very quickly i suffer from multiophilia hip dysplasia which means that the, the the joints in my hips aren't correct um without going into detail that meant that i spent a lot of time in and out of hospital in younger ages sort of around uh 12 to 16 uh i spent a lot of time on crutches or in a wheelchair and everything like that and obviously when you're in school school kids are cruel generally if you're oh, the kid yeah. in the wheelchair you're you're an easy target uh so throughout all of hospital all my time in hospital i was playing the video games they had there to while healing because i couldn't exactly do anything else yeah. so the video games were, were like a big sort of hideaway for me and then when I got to school, and school was generally rough because of the situation, again, I, I just gravitated more towards video games than anything else because 
people don't really want to hang out with the i want to make it into a sob story but this is the the, the truth of it people right. don't really want to hang out with a guy who's in a wheelchair and everything like that yeah so, there's a whole like games, weird status thing in in high school yeah a hundred percent uh i managed to, to get over that and uh, through lots of physiotherapy and everything like that so i, I now walk and, and I'm, I'm physically able now thankfully but because of that um turmoil and turbulent experience when i was going through school i i did get a huge love for video games and that has continued and blossomed into a love for movies and comics as well just because they are obviously if you're into video games you generally tend to walk in similar circles as movies and and comics as well and, yeah. and it just kind of went from there really um and, and basically i've I, I played video games with a lot of people through different communities and and found a, a large group of friends through a game called arc uh sorry not arc apb where we're playing in a clan called arc and basically i, I stuck these friends for a while and they mentioned one day that i should try streaming and and yeah that's literally how how we started somebody suggested it and i was like yeah why not i've got nothing else going on i've always wanted to get into youtube and stuff like that so yeah go for it dude that's, that's awesome uh, that you were able to you know to like get over it with just physiotherapy that's really cool as someone who yeah, you know also has struggled with mobility stuff and still does but i, I think that stuff as as much as it sucks it kind of gives you some perspective right because that's so bad that you know all the trivial things that people worry about at that age for you just seem silly right like that you know yeah like someone having a crush on someone and, and being like oh right or you know having some <laughs> do you know what i mean like all the stupid yeah, shit 100%. people worry about and that's what i get it's... from you sometimes so just just to wrap that up like when you speak about some of the like drama that goes on nowadays with whether twitch or twitter right the way you speak about it is almost like you got that perspective of like hey there's real shit in life th that yeah. actually matters and this is not it right so that's what i get from you there yeah, I, I don't get me wrong. I love a good bit of drama uh, as much as the next person because it's like watching a car crash. But I, def I definitely stand on the sidelines and, and kind of and, and observe. I I'll weigh in a lot of times, but a lot of times the drama just boils down to people just being dumb or or, yes. or, or narcissistic and just so wrapped up in their own bubble that they don't realize what's the bigger picture is there. I think when you go through... Um, stuff as, as a younger person when it's like a hospital or, or illness or anything like that you you do mature a lot quicker than a number of people out there um just because you have to deal with stuff before your time to deal with that sort of stuff and um when you get into situations like streaming where there's a lot of drama and there's a lot of conflicting opinions and people just being uh nasty to each other for, for the sake of being nasty and clout um it is very easy to just stand back and go hang on no we're grow grow up we're all adults here and i don't think quite many people have clicked that we are all adults here <laughs> right yeah 100 there there was this piece of drama that came up this week uh, about the uh you know the the stream coach academy that everybody yeah. you know that that thing had red flags from the start you and i already talked about that uh and you know some nasty stuff came to to the light of day there so we don't have to get into that because i know i i also heard you speak about it yesterday in your uh, yeah in your stream i caught the vod but one thing that interested me was uh you said something key which is you, you can't teach someone how to be a good streamer because you can teach them all the necessary conditions what well, you i'm paraphrasing now 
but it's yeah. all, it's something like you can teach them all the necessary conditions but not the 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 magic right yeah so you, you can have a great camera you can have a great setup you know good sound and you can still suck as a streamer because maybe you're not entertaining you're you, you know you're, you're not engaging in how you you talk about things so what is it for you that you focus on or i guess that you identify as like your strengths that you bring to bear as a streamer that is a, a question. It's, it's one of those those questions that I, I have asked myself internally so many times. Right. It's a difficult one. Yeah, it's definitely one of those questions when someone's like, oh, what what makes you different from... from so, for instance, if, if people were compared to say, to put me and you next to each other, it's like, well, what, what makes you different from, from Johnny? I'd be like, I've got hair. I don't know. I don't know what I'd really you got like, gray I, hair. I, Listen, just yeah. to be, just, you know, <laughs> you you would have been all right without that hairline. You know, I'm not saying it's unfair, <laughs> but like you would have done all right with just a beard. Do you know what I mean? You didn't need that I, hairline. I, I but I'm not salty. About, just, I'm not salty. I keep about it. thinking about shaving it off just to join the just to join the club. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, like I, I suppose when it when it comes down to it is, I I don't know. I have an ability to flick between serious and and light-hearted with ease and and bring topics like that to the forefront and actually have a, a conversation about stuff which is open-ended i'm not a judgmental person and all my streams are, are welcome to anybody um but in, in terms of of what i've focused on I, I tell you one of the biggest things that i've focused on to make uh, as a streamer to make myself better is to stop giving a shit as much basically right. like i've 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 spent so many times as a streamer and so long as a streamer where it's like i don't want to upset anybody because i might lose viewers oh no and now as a as i've kind of got into it i've realized actually sometimes it's worth it yes like sometimes there are people that come into your streams and you have to not care about losing those viewers to actually be like hang on you're an asshole go away yeah and, and, and also you want people to like you for the right reasons you want them to yeah. like you because of you and what makes you unique and if they don't you actually want them to just move on right and and find their their streamer you want to have like a condensed group of people that actually really like yeah 100 percent. a lot of the time it is very much like for, uh, to think of a of a good way of really putting it is you have to sift through the viewership that you do get and a lot of the time i have spent like it, throughout my time of streaming specifically early I would spend so much time actually kind of eroding who I was as a person to please randomers who used to come into my stream. Right. And I realized that that's not why people watch me. Exactly. People watch me because I've got a dark sense of humor. I know a lot about video games. I'm not exactly trash at them either. And we can have discussions about the video games and about lives and about everyday goings on that are lighthearted, but also poignant at the same time. And I think that's a big strength of mine is having a conversation but keeping it entertaining at the same yeah. time regardless of what it's about like we played we played the last of us 2 the last of us 2 is this big game that had so many um so many topics that really divided people and and were hard to talk about a lot of topics that were just straight up difficult to talk about such as the reasoning behind good and evil and everything like that and what good and evil actually are but one of my strengths that I like to think is, is that 
I can dumb that conversation down and have it in a in an honest way and in a uh, a straightforward way that people can can understand yeah. and can be involved in. And that's the thing about getting people involved. So many people t- spend time these days, especially with lockdown, they don't talk to nobody for days at a time. Yet my streams are about coming together and enjoying, specifically for a mature audience, because let's be face it, I'm like 30 now. If someone comes in and they're dropping right. like yeet in the chat and asking me to dab, I don't get it. I still <laughs> yeah, barely yeah. understand what a dab is, frankly. Right. But so like, so like, I like making this environment that people are coming in and being like, oh, I love this game. Let's talk about it for a little bit. I love this comic. Let's talk about it for a little bit. I love this movie. Let's talk about it and everything like that. And, um, uh, uh, but also bringing a positivity to it. Like the world's just so like, oh, everybody, everything's dour and everything's sad now, but having a bit of fun with it at the yeah, same put, time. Putting and, like and... a slightly positive spin to it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think... Like, I'm never going to be an MLG gamer, so I never really aim for that anymore. As much as I right. play League of Legends competitive, I ain't never going to get to the upper echelons of that, which is why I, I, I'm a variety streamer first and foremost with action and adventure games. It's my favorite genre. They've got good stories that are fun to talk about and divisive. So yeah, yeah that's that's probably a bit of a bit of a uh, a winding response to that question. For no, no, I think that that's that. That makes a lot of sense. I think one of the things as a viewer that I can tell you, you do well, and not a lot of people pay attention to this, is actually like body language. Have you thought about this at all? No, not even, not so, even, not even slightly. So uh, I've I've studied, um, you know, body language and like, uh, because this is back for, from my academia days uh, to do presentations and stuff, right? In, in a room full of people, you know, body language is important. You want to keep people with you, right? And keep people yeah. interested. So uh, I developed some habits of like, you know, how you move your hands, how you look at people, how you engage, how you, you know, when you say a word, you move your hand at the same time. You know, there's so many little things. And uh, yeah. you got a lot of that, that I guess comes naturally to you because you're saying you haven't really looked into it. But it, you have a way of speaking with emphasis and like you're actually speaking to the person, you know, I think that's yeah. why maybe people feel uh, like you're just having a conversation with them because it, it does feel like you're just addressing them in this, you know, natural way. So so there you go. I think that's part of it, man. That's part of the I magic. never even thought about that. That's cool to think about. That is a massive compliment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but good. Another thing, because forgive me for picking your brains, but, you know, there's a lot okay. of like streaming stuff that... I think about it, and I can't ask a lot of people, but you you and I play a lot of Souls games. Yeah. And those games can be tough to stream because, you know, we've all been in the situation of being stuck in a boss. You had this yesterday where, you know, this annoying boss and you, you just keep getting tilted and you, maybe you play worse as a result as well. And there's only so much you can say about the game when what you're doing is like corpse run to the boss die to the boss and retry yeah so at some point you gotta like switch to your own monologue or something different or even consider maybe moving on at that point and i think the key for for me the key is like when i stop having fun because then i know the energy of the show is gonna go down right because if i'm not not having fun i, I can't like manufacture it for other people so for you, how do you deal with that? Like, let's take the example of, you know, yesterday's show where you were in, in this annoying as fuck boss bullshit, shouldn't be there 100% is a disaster. 
so how do you deal with that and how do you think about that situation so i admittedly kind of got to the point yesterday where i was like man is this actually fun for people are people actually enjoying this right. and, I, and i've had the discussion with my mod since where it's just like is is this fun i mean literally the, the admin chat was was um somebody asked me on the stream was good i was like ah, i was good i think i mean we killed like different bosses but when we came back to the vehicle, we kept dying and, and literally i was like it still baffles me that people find me being a salty bitch entertaining but apparently they do and i think it's it's the key thing between an entertainer and somebody who isn't an entertainer is when you get to these annoying situations is is putting some jovality into it and and making it a fun situation there's nothing wrong with getting angry and, and being salty and showing that emotion hell that's why a lot of people who watch from software games are in your stream is to see you get pissy like there's no greater feeling than seeing like you know this large bearded man become a pissy little child because <laughs> uh, a virtual demon has kicked his skull in a couple of times but there is a way of doing it that i think that that still makes it fun and that's like for me for instance when i get pissy my my way of dealing with it is by stringing together just the worst vocabulary and and <laughs> shouting at the boss i think at some point yesterday i called him a flaccid penis because <laughs> it was just what popped into my head and um i think that's like the, the best way of doing it is by is by yes you can be a salty bitch but you have to make it fun to observe like i'm I'm definitely not somebody who will sit there and slam their controller down until it right. breaks or yeah. it doesn't or get physically it doesn't get to you at that level yeah like do me wrong I'll, I'll throw my controller down in frustration and, and everything oh, like yeah. that but I, I think that's that's fine but it's when that frustration starts turning into anger where people will start stepping back people like seeing people being a little bit frustrated because it's kind of you get a bit of a giggle like a good prank or anything like that but the second you start seeing anger is oh, the second yeah. it's, it becomes like an awkward situation for the viewer more so than anything else. I, um, I agree. And, and I think another way of doing it is, is to change your approach to the boss. Like if your approach isn't working, discuss with your audience why it isn't working or, or channel that frustration into something else. Like I remember getting towards the boss yesterday and literally if, if somebody came into the chat and mentioned anything i would make it a point to elaborate to be like i'm gonna take a break from this boss and focus on what you just said in chat and i would i would be like having this conversation is more fun than, than fighting this boss again yeah and, and i'd make a point of that to make fun out of it uh -huh. um and, and i think that's the best way to deal with a frustrating situation rather than turning it into a, a thing where you're losing fun look yeah. at how you can turn other avenues not specifically the boss into something fun yeah exactly keeping it fun for you as well because the, like i said the moment it it becomes a drag for you personally it's just it's gonna go downhill from there i i think a boss like that will always become a drag uh for yeah. me but i think uh one of the the common sayings in my stream now which i i need to make some merch of is mama didn't raise no bitch <laughs> so like everyone's like oh you need to move on to another boss or you should just drop it and leave it and come back to this boss later and i'm like no mama didn't raise no bitch i like it because i love it walk away i'm gonna that. steal that yeah awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh jam and panda Matic. what's up guys yeah dude yeah that's a that's a good point you know what what i've thought because now i'm playing neo 2 and i'm 100% ready to go into those situations. Uh, one of the things that I have planned is if it gets real bad, you know, like I'm full, full on just stuck, 
what I'll do is I'll take a break and play a chess game. I've been getting into chess a lot. Okay. And people have been enjoying okay. that. So, you know, take a break, play a chess game for five, ten minutes, wind, you know, wind off a bit and then go back to it. But but what yeah, you, I, you mentioned makes sense, dude. Yeah, I, I didn't... Um, I, I don't really step down from, from games like that, probably as much as I should. I should probably consider that a little bit more. I used to use a thing called Stream Raiders, which used to be really good for taking that break. Right. And I found Stream Raiders to be quite irritating after a while, just because I'm not a big fan of the stop-start kind of thing. And um, I, I generally find that i have to keep I, I don't know what's wrong with me whether it's well, because you, you're a I, stubborn guy right i get yeah. that from you like you need to to, to, to do the thing <laughs> dude i ended that stream with that boss still alive yesterday and i could I tell it hurt you inside dude, i legitimately had trouble sleeping because i was like that boss is still alive i need to beat him this is annoying me yeah and and i just couldn't i, I still i'm still sat here now think about stream tomorrow and like on, on stream tomorrow we should be playing witcher but i i'm, I'm playing more more bloodborne because yeah. i'm that boss is still alive and as far as i'm concerned we don't we we don't finish we don't stop playing bloodborne until that boss is dead otherwise i'm just it's gonna irritate me like nails on the chalkboard yeah the thing that irritates me about those games is that for me it doesn't always work just to throw more hours at it it gets to a point sometimes where it's like a stone wall and i need to yeah. actually sleep and then on the on the next day, I'll come in and like two or three tries, I got it. Dude, I, I can't. We were we were stuck on a boss. I'm pretty certain we were stuck in like a, a Dark Souls boss because we're doing all of the From Software games. So we start with Dark Souls one, Bloodborne, Dark Souls two, Sekiro, and then Dark Souls three, yeah. and Demon Souls. And we were stuck on a boss, and I, I swear it was dark, a Dark Souls boss for quite some time. I woke up, got onto stream, and beat it. Uh, so the, the very next stream after struggling against this boss, I came on and I beat it in like one or two tries. I can't remember which boss it was, but yeah, just demolished it just like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Sometimes you got to give yourself that break. Yeah, sometimes I, I definitely think you need I think you get to a certain stage where you're so, your patience is so worn thin. Yeah. That you you are you are making mistakes because you're, you're, you're angry at this boss or you're yep, irritated yep, by yep. it all. That reminds um, me so much of that, that fucking game uh getting over it with bennett foddy yeah do you know that game i know it i'm so glad i haven't played it on stream and have oh. no intention to oh my god okay I w the only way to describe it is like getting kicked in the nuts and like going back for a, for a second serving over and over yeah i've i've seen a few people play it i think i watched you play it a little bit as well and just just no just no it get, dude, Not it gets to a ever. point, it's like taking the souls thing to the extreme where you get so tilted that you're unable to do the most basic things in that game at at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can imagine. Anyways, that was just a, an interesting tidbit to to raise. But uh let's move on to souls a little bit. I just wanted to ask you, how do you because you're a fan of difficulty? So I know you play games in hard a lot of times. You do, you know, 100% yeah. runs. You, so you, you put in the, the effort, right, to get good at games, let's say. So, so for you, how do you feel about this idea of creating easy modes for games like Souls? What, what's your hot take? This has been a, a point of contention for, for me and Emma because she's very much that every game should be playable and I'm very much of the camp where it's like, no, hard mode should exist for a reason. And... My my original view on it was very much like 
every game should be accessible for everybody. Yes. But not every game should be completable by everybody unless they're willing to hit that skill cap or that skill ceiling. Um, and in some respects, I do kind of stand by that. But the argument is, does it take anything away from my experience of the game if there is an easy mode? And no, it, it doesn't. And I if I'm, I'm of the camp that if it was to be added tomorrow, I would not be going to forums to express my dis- displeasure of, of the entire change. Yeah. Do I think in, in some ways it devalues the time and effort that a lot of people have put in yes 100 percent. like for instance if i beat bloodborne tomorrow after the blood sweat and tears that i've had to put in to get through that game and then monday they added an easy mode which made all the bosses including the dlc bosses easier i would be i would be upset i would be pissed off because it does devalue what i've done but if, say, for instance, they when they released Demon Souls and it was a brand new release remake remaster of the game, and that came with an easy mode built in from the get go, I wouldn't be that fussed. Um, and, and I think I think I stand by that. I don't think they should go back and add an easy mode to uh, like previous titles. But if they wanted to do it in future, uh, power to them. As long as every game is accessible by everybody, be it somebody who can't use a normal controller due to disabilities, yep. or need something you know a little less fast because of mental agility then fine great do it why not but don't don't decrease the difficulty of games that have already been out there for a specific challenge for people um and i I must admit one of the things that does wind me up is a lot of people who want an easy mode in the dark souls games wouldn't fucking play the dark souls games anyway because they're not like as it is yeah exactly yeah i I think uh you know as much as it may allow some people to beat the game, it just it won't be a fun game. In easy, yeah, honestly, I, I like a, like part of the fun in that game is like a similar experience to going to the gym. I know you 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 go to the gym. The experience, like the first time you go, you you suck at everything. It doesn't matter what yeah. machine you go to, what thing you pick up, you suck. You don't know how to do the thing. You can't lift much in the beginning. But, you know, then over time you put in the work and you're like, oh, okay, okay, we're starting to get somewhere. And then you see the progression. I don't think you would see that as much if it was just, you know, easier from the get-go, let's say. I adore that. And I think it's one of the reasons why I find um, competitive games for like League of Legends and Valorant and everything so appealing to me. Because I like seeing myself get better and have that like accolade next to my name that slowly improves over time. I can understand they're not for everybody. Yeah. And I can understand that some people outside looking in might be like, well, why, why would you bother with that? Why can't, why would you not play a game for downtime? But there is so much when it comes to gaming that is chilled and easy that I like building up a game, knowing that I'm in for a difficult time. Right. And, and overcoming that, it's an achievement for myself that I don't necessarily have in other areas of my life. So. I, I like having that challenge to to just facilitate a little bit of a feel-good feeling that I don't get from anywhere else. Whereas people who do want the easy mode already have other areas of their life where they're getting those feel-good moments. So I guess in some ways it is a bit of a, a, an ego boost or, or a narcissism thing. But, you know, everyone's got to have so their something, right? Yeah, we all like to be challenged in different ways. Some people won't want it from a game, but some of us do, and that's fine. And I just yeah. think that the formula of the game would just entirely 
not work without that piece. I think it's a central piece. Not the difficulty itself, but you're like banging your hand, your head against the wall and like trying to, you know, improve, let's say. Yeah, it's definitely, I, and I mean, I, people find diff, like different things within games fun and that's fine, but I don't see the problem with having a subsection of games that is made for a set of people who clearly like the, the, the punishment of, of the difficulty. It's, it's one of those things that I, I bring up whenever there's a conversation about it. It's like, great, there's a thousand games out there that you could play. There are four games that have this difficulty in them. Yeah. So why don't you go away and play those thousand games and just leave us with this tiny little fringe of games <laughs> that we can enjoy? Yeah, because it's the limitation is not like a physical one. It's not that yeah. if you can't press the button within this tight time frame physically... You won't be able to beat the game. It's not like that at all. It's it's just a perseverance thing. It's like yeah, if you're I, I think able to like, it's maybe a bit more like you've got to press a button at a certain time. It, but it's more of a rhythm. Yeah, it is. Of course, it has the rhythm component to it. So yeah, you, you're right. That one is a bit more. But it never feels like you need like a special response time to be able. It, it's more like you put in the practice and then you develop. You know the the the, the skill to like foresee attacks and that kind of thing. I think it's much more yeah. about that than like, you know, a physical ability, let's say. I do like uh, Ranch's question is right. what is the hardest game you've run up against and you've really fallen in love with? Because Dragon's Lair is a cracking game. Yeah. <laughs> but I would, I would, I don't know if this really counts. Does League of Legends count? For one sure. of the most difficult games I've ever played. For me, it's Dota 2, which is, you know, the, just a similar yeah. game. So I totally the, understand. The worst dude. version of League of Legends. Uh, okay. Closing call with Twisty, never <laughs> talking again. Okay. I'll let it pass. But, dude, it. yeah, I get you, man. Those games where it's like... You, you see your skill is so clearly shown in games, right? Even yeah. though it is a team game, some some games you're just going to lose because of your team. A lot of the times it's like, you know, because I got better at this aspect of the game, I am now winning more games. It's just, it's yeah. so visible when you do improve that, yeah, it's addictive. It, dude, it really is. It Mini really Partner is. says Dota 2 is better. I love you. We're, we're new, newly best friends or new best none friends. Of my league, none of my league boys are in chat. So I'm just, sorry, Chrissy thinks CSGO is better and we all know she's wrong. <laughs> no i i do like league um it's just you know we all kind of pick go. one right and we we like focus on it and for me dota I has like that, yeah. some elements of it that kind of make it pop for me having played having played league of legends now whenever i go to any other mode i'm like yeah it's okay but it's not league I will ignore that Tob in chat. Okay, we'll we'll just ignore. <laughs> the, here here we go. League league fanboys. League all right. versus Dark all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but but yeah, man. So how do you feel about Neo? Have you actually played Neo or Neo Two? I I dabbled in the first one a while ago, and it was a cool. It, like the aesthetic was really cool, and I kind of I was enjoying it. But the the, the big thing that I really dropped me out of the game was the map design how you you complete a mission and then you go to a brand new map and you complete that mission and go to a brand new map i didn't like that as much because the thing i love about dark souls is like you open a door and you go the open connected an elevator and you're world like, i'm here how did i get here what the hell and i just that is such a superb bit of 
game design from 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 software i i dude i have to agree i love that and also like the hub world for me is yeah. it, you know i really enjoyed that take as well so you know if you look at demons that also worked very well for me even though not very everything was connected yeah yeah me too i don't i don't have a ps5 yet but you know when that's uh, when that's not a unicorn and people can actually buy them. I know you got your hands on one. and that, that I did, awesome. yeah. Very happy about it. Although I barely play it. There's, it's like, there's barely any games where I'm like, oh, I need to be on it's it. Demons I'm just playing so much on PC and, right now. I mean, Spider-Man is awesome, don't get me wrong, but you can play on PS4. Other. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can, yeah. I, I ran it on the, the 60 FPS mode with ray tracing. Wow, that's glorious. Was... That's... Oh. <laughs> yeah. But um, but I yeah, yeah there's no well, other games that I've like had to get my hands on like straight let, away. Let me tell you this. Release... Let me try. Let me try a small sales pitch, okay, for Neo Two. It takes the 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 formula of Souls, mm -hmm. and it 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 dumps so many cool systems on top. So not only do you have a lot of different weapons, I think it's nine or ten weapons. Each weapon. You can switch between low, mid, and high stance, and yep. you learn skills, and each skill can drastically change how you play the game. Let for I'll okay. give you an example. Okay, let's say I'm using the spear, and I pick up a new skill, which I did recently, that allows you to like vault with it, almost like a you okay. know like a the Olympics, right? So now my my play style is changing because I can vault over dudes, right? I, I, that's kind of cool. Right? So, like, new stuff adds and compounds in, in a, a really cool way, man. It, it's so deep and so rich in the game systems. It's like a deep RPG meshed with a Souls combat. I think it's definitely what I do want to pick up down the line. Yes. Um, and I here's the other thing. As well. The last thing I'll leave you with. The animations, dude, are... I would say they rival Sekiro or maybe are even more detailed in the sense that they actually seem in keeping with what martial arts is. So, you know, when you okay. look up like how someone swings a sword, how someone uses those weapons, it's actually like meticulously done, you know, like it's really crazy the level of detail in it. So. Anyways, I'll leave you with that, dude. I would really recommend you check it out. I know the, you know the, the world building is not definitely doesn't hold a candle to souls, but those aspects for me really make it pop. Okay, I definitely. As we go through these games, I definitely want to pick up a, a number of them. It's only been since last year that I've really been picking up games and finishing them. Whereas a lot of the time I'd pick up a game, stream it, and if the game wasn't doing well on stream, I'd drop it like it was hot. And that was like a really bad thing for me to do for a while. So so now I've got to that point that I am picking up games now and I am I am doing like doing a sincere attempt to finish them. Yeah. At the moment we're doing Witcher plus all DLC and I've, I've realized just how deep I've dug that hole to begin with. Um, <laughs> we've also got... Um, horizon zero dawn plan this year as well Ooh. and Wait, the, uh, the new one or the first one the first one first. i tried three times to get through it and and, yeah. str and struggled to really get into it every time but this year i've made a promise that i will i will make a sincere attempt to get through it yeah i agree with you tob it does innovate and i love it for that uh does it feel fair neo 2 yes 
And what's what's the best part as well, even bosses where I've had to retry, I think 10 times was the most, uh, it, I, I was still like actually having fun and enjoying, even if they had cool. frustrating elements. Yeah. So so anyways, big yeah, big recommendation if you get around to it. But um, just to quickly go back to streaming, because one thing we talked about behind the behind the scenes was the just chatting choice. Yeah. When to do it, whether or not to do it, right? And I think the takeaway from our conversation was that you were doing it like at the start of your streams. But uh, but I, I think you also have a day set aside for just chatting. Is, is your Monday stream? Uh, forgive me because I can't I can't ever watch it. I, I stream at the same time. So yeah, is it a just chatting stream on Mondays? So originally, I got some advice from a friend that just chatting was like one of the fastest growing categories on Twitch, and I would be remiss to have not have at least attempted it. So I figured, you know what, I'll give it a shot. We made Mondays our just chatting stream where we just chatted for the entire stream and then we made the initial hour of every other stream just chatting as well just to keep up with with like my viewers my community and yeah. have a bit of of chat time uh, unfortunately honestly it was a bit more to make it through any game when you're losing an hour from a three-hour stream is yeah rough two hours into the witcher and you've barely done anything you started the you game can't even do a sub quest into it yeah exactly like it's it's nothing so what i've started doing is if i have any topics that i specifically want to cover for instance stream coach academy which we spoke about yesterday or on monday every monday we do trailers where we'll check out new trailers and have a chat about video games uh, just to catch up with how everyone's monday's been because monday is obviously a rougher day to normal uh, i'm also doing a thing where i get uh loot crates regularly from different companies and we'll open them and we'll laugh at all the the, the crap that's inside <laughs> them um and, and like I, I find it's a great thing to mix in amongst your gaming uh streams just for fun um because hell you're in for a a, a, a four-hour stream of me getting my my, my dick kicked in on, on dark <laughs> yeah. soul let's start off with at least a little bit of fun right before the the pain begins yeah and i think it's it's different even though you know you you're pretty good with interacting with people while playing uh, so you're you. not like co I love Ko, but Ko is like fully into the game, right? Like he yeah, is so immersed. Like he pays very little attention to what people are saying. Also, he has like thousands of people. But yeah, I, I'm just saying, level, it's tough. It, it's a different style, right? Where you know, I think you 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 truly pay a lot of attention to people that speak to you. But it's different when you're like full screen and you're like, hey, I'm here to speak with you. <laughs> it's almost like weird the level of intimacy there. The, but uh, I think people enjoy that. I don't know. I haven't played around with it too much. So I definitely think it's uh, something that all streamers should take on board once they start the ball rolling and they start getting regulars into their chat is to make sure there's that connection between you, not only as a streamer, but as the person with your audience. Because at the end of the day, your audience are going to be the folks that are telling their friends about you, boosting you on social media, joining your discords, uh, giving you their money their hard-earned money and and you should be taking that time i honestly believe to to spend that time with them and and have that that dialogue with them and i think as great as it is 
playing a game and having that dialogue with people at the same time, the conversation will always be half-assed because you're playing a game at the same time. It's like, oh, I've started oh, boss. Yeah. This conversation now comes to an abrupt stop because I've got to, you know, get my yeah, skull kicked. Yeah. And, I, and I think setting setting aside, you know, 20 minutes at the start of the stream, half an hour at the start of the stream, just to, just to be like, how's it going? What's everyone been up to? This is how my day's been going. Have you seen such and such? And get that initial connection there is is so important so so important yeah i think the other thing that maybe this is one of the things you like about ko that i get from him it's like he is so into the game that it makes me want to play the game as well like Agreed. Um, and, and yeah go on uh, i was gonna say i think i think striking a nice balance between that is is such a um a skill and yes. a, a, a I'm trying to think the best way of winning it. It's it's a must for streamers of our size. Yes, it, it, it's a must. You need to give both, right? Yeah, the, the the gameplay and being engaged in the game systems, but then also engage with people. Because if you don't, then that's almost like that's part of why people go to you versus Co. Let's say it's that engagement. Yeah. 100%. I think one of the things that I would, regardless of how big or how big I do or don't get, one of the things that I will always adhere, like, endear to do is make sure that I have time set aside in a stream yes. where I talk to my viewer base. Um, and if not in a stream, at least on the Discord. I'm very active in my Discord. I'm very active in my Twitter as well. And always ensure that, I mean, how we have this ritual on our Discord, every morning we are, you know, we say good morning to each other because that might be the only thing people say to people to each other yeah. or to another human being all day. And, and I think it's a really good way to, to get into that rhythm of, of making sure you, you talk to your, you talk to your yeah. peeps. As well, 100% dude. And in some ways you become like a, you know, a big part of people's lives because they, yeah. you know, they're saying hello to you every day. They are listening to you while they're, while they're cooking or in the toilet, <laughs> you know, you never know. Right. Yeah. So, it's really cool. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big honor, man. It's cool. Yeah, it's 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 definitely great. I mean, if you think about like your favorite TV show that you watch, so at the moment I've been binge watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm. Imagine being able to watch it and chat with the cast at the same time. Like it's it's unreal. Yeah. And I think if you don't take or make the most of that ability to just just chat with people, then yeah, you 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 kind of shooting yourself in the foot, as it were. Another thing that we talked about behind the scenes is the viewer count and how that can mess up with your energy, right? Being looking at that. So I think mm -hmm. you've, you've said you're trying to no longer look at it. Uh, by the way, Ranch, thanks for the five gifted subs, man. Very Hell generous. Yeah. I really appreciate it, Ranch. Thank you, man. Um, yes. So, so, so for that, how, how do you think about the viewer count because i know some people are monitoring it closely to see if they do something correctly or, or wrong so i i'd be lying straight up if i said that i didn't look at the viewer count like that's you just take facts peaks. <laughs> yeah i take peeks i if if i'm on a break and i walk through the other room and emma's got my stream open on a laptop i'll look at what the view count is if i you know alt tab and it's open i'll glance i can't not it's nails it's just impossible not to i think 
the thing that i am trying hardest to now though is make sure that after the stream the average view account doesn't get me down because throughout the stream like i'm gonna be busy i'm gonna miss highs and lows because i'm doing stuff chat is i'm very lucky in the fact that my chat is constantly busy so i might not have very many viewers but i have people who are there wanting to talk to me wanting to have a chat and, and enjoy the entertainment that i'm trying to provide yeah but the the biggest thing that i am trying to do now is once i finish a stream and i look on twitch tracker or sully gnome or even on twitch itself I look at that average view account and try and make sure that 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 aspect of the yes. numbers doesn't get to me. Again, I would be lying through my teeth if I said it didn't. But then I think any streamer worth their salt, you know, if they, if they turn around and were like, no, it doesn't get to me, they're lying. I think they're lying as well <clears throat> to themselves or to everybody. I don't know. That's a, a bigger, deeper question. But um, I, I actually, I've, uh, you know, I've taken note of that since you said it. Uh, and I have like uh, hidden the viewer count, so you know in OBS you can just hide the viewer count, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> I've done that, and actually I've, I've, I'm liking it because it's almost impossible to avoid your mind going like, you know, oh the viewership is down today, you know, what happened, right? Am I, is it a bad show? Did I fuck up? You know, it, your yeah. mind goes to those places even if rationally you know it's probably not up to you it's randomness and people having to take a shit and drop off or whatever my mods have had to have that conversation with me more times than i think any of them have ever wanted to and, and troy makes a very good point that we all started streaming with zero viewers for a long time and everything bigger than that is a bonus and a blessing but there is Especially for the likes of myself, I'm not quite sure if this if I'm if, if this is the same for you, Johnny. But as somebody who wants to make a career out of this, not seeing that perpetual line going up and up and up, regardless of how how slow that uphill is, you you want to see it going up. And the yes. second it starts going down, you're like, "What did I do? What did I do?" Right. Who did so I so that's Why? where I do look at it for but as you say the average and over time so i yeah. am concerned with my key indicators be looking healthy in terms of progression and yeah. over time right so if you know if in a week all of my shows got like very little traction let's say i might think okay maybe i need to tweak something right like okay yeah. what what were those shows what did i do in them uh, do I maybe need to spice them up with something different? Uh, but on the flip side, you know, if I see things doing just well, I try to just like stay the course and 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 just do small tweaks, basically. Yeah. And, and not think... like lose it over, you know, oh, you know, today the viewer count is like three, five lower than than my average. Yeah. And... I, I think that's something that I have failed to do for a significant chunk of my time on Twitch is i will constantly be moving on to the next thing so i'll be like right this worked but now what and i'll be like <laughs> right what do i pull up next what do i do next what do i do next and it's been to the detriment of my of my viewership um so my highest peak now to be completely transparent was uh, an average of 38 38 in a month um which nice. was in october and then I was super proud of that. Have I yeah. hit it since? No. The reason for this is because I started changing things. 
um i was like right that's great now let's keep adding to it so we can get higher and then we'll add to that so we can get higher the only problem is that wasn't what was working for me what was working for me was the stuff i was already doing and instead of going huh this is working let's keep going lads i was like right let's change everything and make it even better which was not the case it was making it worse so do you think that comes down to things you were doing on stream or more like the presentation and maybe changing you know graphics and things like that so it was primarily what i was what i was doing as a as a person i was was like right okay well this has got us this far let's examine other people who are in places that i want to be and extrapolate from them what works for them and right. work it into my own stuff and that didn't work um because then i was fundamentally kind of sort of undermining who i was and the reason people were there so there was like a mass exodus because i wasn't the same person that they had originally come for i realized this again thanks to some help from some friends and and, and sort of pulled back very very quickly slammed the brakes in terms of that and another big thing which which, which Choi does outline in, in his comments is in a variety stream you always have ups and downs because you change games so often and yeah. i was doing that a lot i came back from a break after we did a 24-hour stream we do one every october for charity um which is 24 hours of horror games i came back from that and proceeded to play like seven different games in the space of seven different streams nobody is going to stick around for that if you are a variety streamer fundamentally you need to pick a game like the witcher bioshock or something which you know has some life to it and some legs to it play through that for the entirety because you know if joe blog shows up for one stream enjoys yes the, the hook that you've got and bioshock they'll come for the next stream and throughout the entire playthrough of that game you have those games to make sure they're ingrained with you and not the game and then that way, being a variety streamer can be a little bit more trackable because you can make that personal connection. Absolutely. And uh, uh, you, you know, another strategy that has worked for me is like um, delving into deep games for a while. So I might say, mm -hmm. you know, I'm doing like Monster Hunter for a season. So I, I might do like, I don't know if I did like two months of Monster Hunter, but I went deep, you know? So like from yeah. like from zero to hero, you know? And then the people that stuck That's with cool. me, Right, they they really enjoyed it, and then they also like well, a lot of them stuck for what was next, even though they maybe weren't interested in the game. Yeah. So I think you can like delve into these microcosms, whether it's Monster Hunter, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen, League, you name it. Right, and then you you live there for a while. Right, you cultivate some people that like you, and they come to like you beyond the game as well. Right, for your stuff, and then when you move on boom you can you can transfer some people over however yeah. if you do it over the course of a week it people are gonna be like what the fuck this guy's like streaming subnautica in no one day and like lee so yeah. and i have that i have done that a few times but as, as you i've also come to try to like be a bit more like hey we're doing this for a while yeah so i i liken it a lot to being a dj um probably the best example that i can give when you're a dj a track has a certain tempo and you have to line up tempos to make sure that the, the, when you change between tracks there is some consistency that's how you make you play a good dj set when it's just very much the same for streaming say for instance you played monster hunter and then to go to neo you're seeing a lot of the the parallels between these two games because there are these these connecting fibers for instance using a spear and leaping over people if you use a spear in monster hunter you can do the same thing so uh, a bit of a tenuous link but let's let's run with it right so 
you can build that connection between games. So not only if a lot of people watch you play a game for a long, long time, for instance, Monster Hunter, and then you go to Neo, they're going to have been so ingrained with you while you were playing Monster Hunter. And then because you've swapped to, to, to Neo, it isn't something like a fish out of water situation. It's like, oh, okay, I kind of get that this is kind of like a game that I already enjoyed watching. So I'm kind of kind of into it still yeah whereas i've seen people who on a monday they'll play i don't know uh city skylines on a tuesday they'll play god of war and then on a on a on a wednesday they'll play csgo and their audience is just like i don't know whether i'm coming or going right because there's no connection here yeah and it's okay to do like one stream something different right hey today we're doing yeah. like a multiplayer thing I know you do Sea of Thieves with, with your community sometimes and, and that kind of thing. Yep. To shake it up, that's fine. But if it's like every day it's, you know, disconnected, right? It's it's hard to... It's like burnout with everything. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you do burn out. So I, I personally like to make sure... It's why I have um, FML Fridays, so that on a Friday I'm playing a different <laughs> yeah. game to what I'm playing on the it, other day. It's days. perfect, FML, because it, you're playing those games that it... Yeah, it's great. Yeah, exactly. And then and then the last Friday of every month is my community night where we play something like marbles or uh something where we can jackbox, get everyone together and just have some fun with it. And and again, that breaks the monotony of playing the same game constantly, but also introduces a uh, community element. Yeah, as well. exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Troy has a question that I, I wanted to ask you as well. Have you dealt with let's say you start a big game. Okay, I'm going to play The Witcher. You know, just mm -hmm. give an example. And what happens if you stop enjoying it? Do you consider like wrapping the the playthrough early sometimes without finishing the game? So, so one of the things, one of my concerns about playing Witcher is exactly that it's a long, long, long game. Like yes. we're talking sixty plus hours, especially with the two DLCs. Basically, a marriage. Well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're whipped. So, yeah, hugely, man. Like, <laughs> and. and so and, and recently I got the ability to play Hitman 3. Mm. So we 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 stopped The Witcher, we played Hitman 3, and we went back to Witcher afterwards. You know, it, it, it didn't stop my that's, enjoyment. I think that's a great solution. Because you say, hey guys, we're yeah. we're doing a, a hiatus, right? We're, this thing came up, this opportunity came up, we're gonna do a bit of Hitman, and then we'll go back. Right? You yeah. come back re-energized and it's all good. Definitely, a lot of time you can capture that that passion back. But if it comes to one of those games, I think more so than passion, but it's a game that you straight up don't like. So I got really excited for a game called Avengers, um, which you guys may be aware of. Yeah, we, we don't talk about Avengers. It was one of the biggest <laughs> disappointments. So obviously, comic book dude, comic book stuff, Avengers yes. game comes out. There couldn't be a more perfect- It broke uh, my heart. I remember your video, ever. dude. You did this fucking video where you were fucking excited for the game. Yeah, dude. Like, I was, yo, it's going to be awesome. And then it just yeah. wasn't. That I've, I've never lived that down. So basically what happened was I played through the storyline. I gave the content that was there. And then when it came to multiplayer, I was like, guys, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. And then I moved on. Um, and I think one of the most prime foundational things you should always remember as a streamer is it's your show. Yeah. It is your stream. It is your home. So 
and and this this feeds into so many different aspects of streaming first and foremost to, to cover the game aspect of it because that's what we're talking about now if you get to a point with a game where you are not feeling it because you're not feeling it you don't want to play it anymore not because it's affecting your numbers or not because you know some people has come into chat and be like man this game shit but you as a, as a player are not enjoying it anymore switch games like categorically because you cannot put out the content that you want people to receive if you're sat there being like i can't be fucked and that will yeah. that will damage your stream at the very core because it will stop you wanting because it'll be a chore and you never want it to be a chore and then the other aspects of remembering that it's your stream is if somebody turns up in your chat and is a dick get rid of them don't think oh i want to keep them because you know uh they're an extra viewer yay the viewer count's gone up no get yeah. rid uh, and then the other one which i've had to learn again recently is if you say say for instance you set up something with channel points or you're doing a charity stream where you're eating disgusting beans for a pound or whatever <laughs> make sure you put a line in the sand and remind people that you aren't a monkey and because they press the button monkey does dance yes um that you you have to ensure and i mean ensure that you keep some dignity and some self-respect about yourself going through it because it will wear you down i have done multiple charity streams and i have had multiple channel points uh for instance so i had a channel point of redemption or a stream loops redemption which is another thing entirely but regardless where they were all based on comic book stuff and one of them was something called i am groot if you played the card i had to say and could only say i am groot for uh originally three minutes but i dialed it back to a minute but there wasn't a proper timer on it. So people could play three of these cards and I'd still have to say I am group for three minutes. And then mm. if people kept playing more, I couldn't stop. And that that fundamentally damaged my confidence yeah, and damaged the stream. And, and I realized very quickly that was a mistake, but <laughs> yeah. it was a hard lesson to learn. It's a very it's hard lesson. The balance yeah, of it, how much control you give to the audience over what your content is and what you do it's uh you want to give them some for sure because you want them to feel you know some impact over what's yeah. going on right and you want it to be interactive for sure but uh but as you say if that dynamic develops where they see that you will just like do anything basically it gets weird I th i've seen yeah. some weird charity stuff and it's all for charity, so you know it's for a good cause. But, but like where people are really just like demeaning themselves, and it's like, dude, you know, you gotta, you gotta think it through. Like this is actually having a lasting impact on how people perceive you. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, so one one of the things that I have currently is set me a challenge. So for a certain amount of channel points, you can set me a challenge in a game, and I have to adhere to that. However, at the moment, it is it is one of those things where it's like, okay, no healing. And it's like, well, that's fine. But I, I know straight away from an entertainment point, this is going to be five minutes of not being entertaining because it's going to be me dying on repeat. And that's it. That, that is something that I'm seeing really often. The challenge that is always set is don't heal, don't block, don't attack, use a specific attack. And it's like, man, these really aren't 
that interesting challenges. So yeah. now it's like, well, I have to go back to the, to the drawing board again now. Choice question. Yeah. It's, it, it's an interesting question. Uh, he asks, do you guys think there is possibility and space on Twitch to have YouTube-style content? Like doing quick looks at games live for people, maybe showcasing three uh, games in three hours on one stream. No. Well, and, uh, let, let me push back a little. I don't think so. Yes and no. Uh, if you literally do what you said, no. However, here's what you can do. You're in a stream, so your stream is maybe three hours, you're playing a game, and then there's a segment in your stream where you're gonna do a quick look at something, right? So you stop the game, you go into like full screen, and you talk about that game or whatever it is, and then you record that while you, okay. while you do so, and then you upload that as a standalone video to YouTube with a good thumbnail, good title, and that's evergreen content. People, you know, one year from now might find that shit and might say, hey, that guy is cool. Let me go check out his Twitch. That works. So I categorically would choose to watch a YouTuber over a Twitch stream, which has been regurgitated onto YouTube. Yeah, but, you, but sometimes you can't actually tell. Like if you do it well, it looks like quality content. Um, uh, let me give you an example of like a big streamer who does this. Um, the, the Alpha Gaming channel, they do it all the time yeah. over there. And it doesn't mean that it's, you know, you may say, you know, for you, you don't like those videos as much. I get that. But I'm saying it's viable. So, like, oh, it, it don't works. Don't get me wrong. And it's, it's viable, if but you, I don't think... I think you need to change... I get what you're saying, Twisty, that it does feel like, you know, it's different if you do something expressly for YouTube. However, mm -hmm. for me, I, what I've developed is, you know, when, when I start that recording, I know that I'm making a YouTube video with a live Twitch audience. So... I think you need to change your your brain mechanism for when you do that. You're going YouTube mode for that. So even if it's going to be just 10 minutes where you're speaking about that game, you're doing a YouTube video, but you're doing it live, right? And yeah. then later, if you want to edit it or, you know, or do something like that, you can do it as well. See, I, I think that does depend on your streaming style. Uh, as somebody who puts interaction paramount, above anything else yes if i was to suddenly switch to a youtube mode i think that would be detracting from my content what i would rather do is do something where i do a 10 minute youtube video so for instance to to, to, to grab an example out of the air let's just say um a game that i've been watching recently which is darkwood so do 10 minutes of darkwood showing off what it is and then instead flip it and be like if you want to see the full playthrough swing by twitch and we'll be starting it on you know over on, on over on on twitch um which is which is i think in reverse to what what you've been doing i, I think in, in Choi's example where it's uh three games in three hours categorically wouldn't work i i don't think yeah. unless you yeah, you've already got a big thing or you have set aside a day and you have advertised that what i think would be better say for instance you want to do an indie game set up you know say say you stream four days a week set up your uh sunday indie sunday so on sunday you pick one of those three games and you play that game for sunday to showcase it if you want to play and then the next week you take another one of those three games and the next week you take another one of those three games and you have that indie showcase they're one hit wonders that you know you can use to test the water hey you might play it on sunday and your average view account might smash up to 70 because yeah. you're playing that game so it's like hey this has worked i now know maybe i'll maybe i'll do a series on this so yeah. you either do Lean a series for youtube 
or you pick it up as your main game on Twitch. And it's definitely a great way for um, exploration. For instance, I did Century Age of Ashes recently because I had beta access. Did it for a Friday stream just because I could instead of Bloodborne. Uh, and we were hitting 50, 60 viewers. So I know when that game lands, I'm going to do some streams on it yeah. because I showed it off. My chat enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I got to showcase the game that I thought was going to be cool. But I took that entire stream to do it. I looked at stopping and starting Bloodborne, but I actually thought that would be a detractor. A lot of people have got here now to see that game. So why would I stop? Like my my yeah. foundational audience is already enjoying it. So may as well continue. That makes perfect sense. Just to clarify something, because just based on what Chrissy is saying, I think maybe what I said wasn't clear. I am not saying that I ignore chat for 10 minutes while doing a YouTube video live. I actually don't modify my style of streaming, and I think you wouldn't have to either. What I'm saying is, during those 10 minutes, I have very clearly in mind that I'm making a YouTube video. So I try to, for example, if something comes up in chat and I think it can be interesting, you know, I bring it into the conversation. Uh, mm. But it, I, I'm trying to make these like more bite-sized content pieces. That So let me give yeah. you an example, okay? Just food for thought, you know, if you... You feel free to not take it on board if you think it doesn't no, work for you. Just my suggestion, right? Let's say that you were talking about the Coach Academy drama, right? Yesterday. You could have, yeah. like, hit record. And it doesn't matter that you're talking to chat during that. That doesn't spoil a YouTube video for me personally and for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Maybe for you it does. Again, just my opinion. So you could, you could have, like, a bite-sized video of your take on the coach academy thing and that goes on mm -hmm. youtube with a good thumbnail good title evergreen people can find it forever right and like that you could do it for many things right hey your take on avengers your take on whatever thing just happened in game that reminded you of something else you know so just food for thought because here's here's the big big thing it's very low cost for you to do because you're doing it anyway on stream you're taking pieces that represent your stream very accurately. Because again, you're yeah. not changing your style in a big way. So if people like that video, there's a 100% a transfer between that and your actual content on Twitch. And people know that because they see the chat on your video. They know they can go to you for more. So anyways, just, uh, you know, just leaving it out there as food for thought. <laughs> it's definitely an interesting take. Maybe I'll, I'll test it and... and get back to you on what my experience of it is. Right, Normally yeah. at the moment I do <laughs> streaming and I do YouTube and I, when I record a YouTube video, I'm in a very different mindset. To well, I do, I, I do that streaming. too. I do that too. But, but let me know if it, you know, if anything comes out of it, I'd be interested to hear. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Good. Okay. Listen, now I'm cognizant of your time. We're, we're, you know, going up against that hard barrier. So <laughs> I want to, before I ask you my final question, do you want to pimp out anything on your channel that's uh, going on that you haven't mentioned? Uh, no, I pretty much mentioned everything that we're, we're doing. We're back on Sunday with a uh, Bloodborne stream starting at 3 p.m. GMT. We've currently got a community goal to get a 12-hour stream going. If we succeed, we're going to do all of the little Nightmares games, including DLC, back-to-back. -back. Um, and that's, that's it so far. I've got no big things to, to really shout out going on, apart from the stream itself. Okay, awesome. And people can check out your stream via that link. And if you're listening in the podcast, there is a link in the show notes as well. 
Here's my final question, my dude. What is the one thing you're targeting? The one thing that you would like people to remember you by if they visit your stream? I guess uh, some one... people would call it their brand. But for you, what is that one quality, that one thing? My charming smile. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the one thing that I would like everyone to take away from my stream when they come to it is it is a place for nerds, where the term nerd is a compliment rather than a conversation. Uh, it is somewhere people can come and be themselves in the purest form and just enjoy each other's company, build friendships or more, and, and just have an absolute blast playing video games and being nerdy together. And that is a beautiful message. Twisty Shape, thanks for being on the show, man. Take care. Thank you so much for having me, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Pleasure. Take care. Bye. Take care, dude. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Gamer Life. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, remember to share with your friends and come back every Monday at 9 a.m. UK time for a new episode. You can find all that I do, including streaming, license-free music, and much more at my website, johnnyplays.live. That's J-O-N-N-Y plays.live. And as always, catch you next time.